Hello and welcome. I'm Jeff Bonanno, and you're listening to the Do Something Nice podcast. Do, 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 do something, 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 do something, do something, do something, do something nice, 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 do something nice, do something nice, do something nice. Hello, my friend, and welcome to another episode of Do Something Nice. How was your day? I hope you are taking time to enjoy your day and find reasons to smile, even if it's hard sometimes, because, yes, I know there are those days. Optimism can be a very powerful and positive tool in learning how to overcome some of the toughest challenges. One of my good friends always points out how optimistic I can be, even when giving someone bad news, as if it's an art at times. And it's true, it can be an art, and every artist knows that their skills and abilities don't just come naturally. They practice it every day. At first, it doesn't come easy and you just figure, why even bother? But over time, if you practice regularly, you'd be surprised how much easier it is to stay optimistic. And you may notice a side effect, too. Can you guess what that is? Yes, it's the ability to just feel more positive about your life. It helps you mentally handle challenges better. And when the going gets tough, you usually can shake things off quicker, too. It also helps those around you, and you can often help them feel better just by talking to you. The possibilities of being optimistic are endless. But I digress. You know what else can help you with being optimistic? Exercise. Yep. The fact is that if you exercise your body on the regular, your body produces chemicals that in turn help with your mental stability and mood. Mix this with regular practice of being optimistic and being around good people in your life who are supportive and not toxic, you are well on your way to seeing a difference in your life. Now, when I say exercise, I don't mean you need to be hitting the gym and working towards bench pressing the world record. I mean, you could, uh, if that's what you're into, I won't judge, but really all you need to do is at least increase your heart rate and add a little resistance to your workout routine. It may be as easy as going for a walk and adding an extra lap around the block or putting on some leg weights if those are still a thing. I personally used to walk all the time, and I'll be the first to admit I'm not as good about it as I used to be. But my wife, though, she is diligent at it. Every morning she goes on a walk, and she hardly misses a beat. So where am I going with this? Well, I actually wanted to share a story about something recent that happened to her within the last couple weeks. You see, like I said, my wife regularly goes on her walks, and just last week she encountered a situation many of us only see in our Instagram feed. My wife is a lover of birds, and she always has been a friend of them. And while she was on her normal walk, she had glanced over to see that there was what at first glance was a dead bird in the street gutter. Feeling sorry for the bird, she did a second take and noticed that the bird was moving. Barely. But 
She got up close to see this bird struggling to keep its head above the drain water and covered in ants where the bird's body wasn't in the water. My wife didn't miss a beat and decided to end her walk to save the bird. She picked it up carefully, brushed off all the ants, and held it carefully in her hands. She then proceeded to return home. With the bird in hand, she recruited my youngest daughter's help and helped dry it off, wrapped it up lightly in a washcloth, grabbed a heating pad, and placed it safely in a box. Things didn't look too good for the bird, but my wife believed it still had a chance. She was optimistic for the bird, even though it barely moved. Its breathing was labored and the eyes wouldn't even open up. She had looked for the nest to see if it had fallen out while she was out, but nothing was within view anywhere. And our only guess was that since we have hawks on the regular, it may have plucked this bird up and dropped it on accident. While I'm usually the optimistic one, this time around, I looked at the bird and didn't know if it was even going to make it. That didn't stop my wife and our daughter from caring for it and taking turns on checking in on it. Hours went by and nothing. The bird was just struggling. When suddenly, we started hearing a chirp come from the box. My wife checked on it, and she gave out a sigh of relief. The bird had started to breathe normally. It chirped and was starting to open its eyes. She looked for someone at this point to help her take this bird so that it may be rehabilitated and let back out into the wild. She worked hard all day trying to find someone, and I even helped too. We asked friends, co-workers, searched the internet, and she was on the phone all day just trying to find somebody who specialized in this kind of stuff. All the while, the bird was getting stronger to the point it was actually needing a better box that prevented it from flying out and getting caught by our dogs. I helped put a box together for her, and eventually during that time, we managed to get a hold of Evelyn Pickles, who seemed to be the only person in northern Nevada that was available to take in this bird. Caveat, she was about an hour away from us and was going to be closing for the day in about an hour and a half. Well, I managed to set up something with my work and took the rest of the day off so I could hop in the car and take this now lively bird to Evelyn. Let me tell you, this bird chirped lively during the entire ride. And during this time, I was just thinking the entire time how proud I was of my wife and, of course, my daughter for staying so optimistic and believing in this bird. When I had gotten to Evelyn, she informed us that the bird was a finch and was not yet a fledgling bird. She also noted how healthy the bird looked and that we did a good job at taking care of it. She also informed me that there used to be a few places that took in birds, but she was now the only one. Which, of course, me being me, asked how I could help. She said she is certainly looking for donations to help, and that's now something my wife and I plan on doing on the regular. But I also wanted to share that if you are ever interested in making a donation to help support her program, which is called the Dayton Valley Wildlife Rest Stop, I encourage you to please check out her website at DaytonValleyWildlifeRestStop.com. I'll be sure to leave the link in the show notes too. She is regularly receiving birds, and I know every donation could help support her cause. So please consider making a contribution if you can. The late actress Lucille Ball once said, One of the things I learned the hard way was that it doesn't pay to get discouraged. 
keeping busy and making optimism a way of life can restore your faith in yourself. And it's true. Optimism is a way of life. It is something that not only will affect you, though, it will affect those around you and maybe even save a life. For my wife, it saved the life of that baby bird. It also taught my daughter to have faith that the bird was going to pull through and even was strong enough to counter my lack of optimism in the situation. Optimism can be such a powerful tool in your arsenal of kindness, and I really encourage you to look into it and incorporate it into your way of thinking. I promise you, you won't be disappointed. I hope you enjoyed that personal story and that it brought a smile to your face. I'm always looking forward to hearing stories from you and would love to hear from you. So if you have anything to share, you can share them by sending an email to mailbag at dosomethingnice.net or leave me a comment on the dosomethingnice.net website. Well, my friend, that's it for this episode, and I certainly hope it either added to your wonderful day or helped make your day better. I would love to hear your feedback and ratings, so if you would like to follow this show on social media, you can on Facebook at Do Something Nice Podcast, on Instagram at Be Nice Ninja, or on Twitter at Be Nice Ninja. You can also find this podcast at DoSomethingNice.net or wherever you like to listen to your favorite podcasts. I'm also excited to announce that there is a new partner to the Do Something Nice Network. The Do Something Nice podcast has recently joined the That's Not Canon podcast network and is proud to be part of a group of other amazing podcasts that I encourage you to check out. Over the course of the next few weeks, we will start seeing more information about that on the Do Something Nice website and social media. So stay tuned and I'll be sure to get more information out to you. So big shout out to TNC for letting this show be part of your network. Thank you so much and I'm excited to see what happens next. Also, part of the show's success also comes from your support and other listeners such as yourself. And you can continue to help support the show by sharing it with someone in your life, then ask them to subscribe. Plus, you can learn more about me by visiting jeffbonanno.com. And finally, I just want to say thank you so much for listening in, and remember to be a nice ninja and do something nice. Take care and be safe out there.